Welcome back to the Vol State Chat here on WBCPFM. I'm your host, Eric Melcher. Now, I'm joined now by the folks who run the College Foundation, Karen Mitchell and Allison Webster, but also now an alumnus and college trustee, Lori Johnson. And Lori, tell me, what role do the trustees play uh, in college life? Well, I think we play a pivotal role. First and foremost, if if you're a trustee of the foundation, you should be giving back to the college. I actually have it set up that it's an automatic monthly deduction from my credit card every month that goes directly to wherever I designate if I say it's for the alumni association scholarship that's where they put it also as a trustee we should be ambassadors for the Mm -hmm. college we should be out in the community and educating the community members of the needs of the college whether it's a capital project or scholarships or student assistance like the feed food pantry Mm -hmm. and the emergency fund educating our community of the needs of the college is one of the pivotal roles for the trustees and I I try to do that wherever I go wherever I am yeah and really, you know, having been to about 16 years worth of all state events, uh, I've seen how involved trustees are and how important they are for the college community. I always think about Ginny Thigpen, of course, Thigpen Library here. And Ginny, uh, the trustees played a really important role in that in terms of help raising the money to be able to even start the library here. What other of the trustees can you think of? Uh, Grace Tompkins, I'm mm-hmm. thinking of, Ed Mayberry. What, what else in terms of uh, big projects that trustees have done here? Trustees have helped with a lot of our projects here. They helped with our Steinhauer Rogan Black Building. They've helped with uh, when we renovated the Wharf Building, Pam Ogden Mechatronics Wing. They helped Mm -hmm. with all of those things. Several of our trustees are alumnus. Andrew Finney was a board chair, and he played on the baseball team here, and he just loves Vol State. He is now a a doctor in, in pharmacy. He's another great alumnus. We have so many of our board of trustees trustee members who give back some give scholarships some give to all of our campaigns when I say campaigns what I mean is a lot of times we are charged to help raise money for buildings which is what has happened these last few years and the Wallace building was another one that uh, David Bate Parsons helped us with and so we couldn't do this we can't do this by ourselves it, it takes an army to yeah, raise and, money and it's important because people may not realize it but when the state gives us money to build a building um, there's a certain amount that we have to raise ourselves. There's always a percentage that Vol State has to raise itself in order to get something built, correct? Yes, there is. At one point, they put an actual percentage on it, but now they don't put a percentage on it. But the more you raise, the higher you will go on the on the chart, I guess ah, you could say, on yes. the list for your building to be funded by yeah. the state as well. Because so, people may not realize that either. There's a state building list. And, right. Uh, for our humanities building, which is lovely, our Steinhaus our Rogan Black Humanities Building, which has been open now about, I think, six years. Yes. A beautiful facility, but that was on the state building list for, what, about 20 years? Oh, yes. Yes, it was. I've been here for 14 and a half years. It was had been on the list long before I came here. So it was it was truly a dream come true. <laughs> yeah, so it's really a collective effort in getting buildings uh, put yes. together in, in other campuses. We're currently in fundraising and, and, and working with the state on our uh, proposed campus in uh, Wilson County. We have the land for that, and we're still working hard on that.
that. And then, of course, our other campuses and other communities, you know, Livingston has had uh, tremendous donations and uh, trustees that have been supporting that. Then, of course, uh, you know, in other places like Cookville and Springfield, we're developing these these uh, contacts. And, you know, it's an important part of what we do. And, and really, Allison, when I think of trustee and alumni, they're both really ambassadors. They're folks that can go out and speak knowledgeably. So when Lori goes out into the community, she's someone that she knows what she's talking about when she's talking about Ball State. Absolutely, Eric. And, and those are the best people to be out there representing Ball State is, is they've had a personal connection, whether they're a student or they've invested their time as a trustee or volunteer. They're the ones that can truly speak passionately about Ball State and, and what our mission here is as Ball State Community College and as the foundation as well. Yeah. And a lot of times, sometimes we have folks that were uh, employed here and decide that they still want to keep giving back. And so they go on to be trustees and they work for many years in that role. And not that they can't get Ball State out of their system, but uh, it's addictive. <laughs> that commitment is there so that they really want to keep giving back. And now, Lori, I know you're active in the community in a lot of different ways. You're a very busy person. How does your work as a trustee at Ball State kind of tie into all that? First, I'll go back to the description you just gave. That was me. That was you. <laughs> Former employee, used to be with the foundation, and cannot get it out of my system. I do love Ball State. And I, when I'm out in the community now, my job keeps me a little busier now, my current job. But when I'm out there, whether it's with Rotary or the Chamber, when I hear someone talking about something that I think they need to know that Vol State has this or that yeah. Vol State has this need. I just try to be, an, again, be an ambassador for the college and make sure that they, they are aware of the different needs that the college may have. If I know that it's somebody that Karen needs to talk to because maybe this person could be a major donor, I usually reach out to her and say, hey, Karen, here's your name. I think you should reach out to this person. Just being an ambassador and making sure that people are aware that just because there's Tennessee Promise and Tennessee Reconnect, there is still a need there. There's this belief that people think in the community that oh college is free now because of these programs and it is not there are still there's still needs there's still fees there's still books but some of the students just fall through the cracks and they don't meet the criteria for either one of those programs so just communicating that any opportunity that I have that's what I tried to do and I want to just mention that we need more people like Lori because you I want to go back to something that you said when you talked about a lot of people don't realize that we have a campus in Livingston and a site in Cookville and a yeah. site in Springfield. And it was community volunteers in the community that helped every one of those sites. We had Millard Oakley, Bud and Julia Bishop, and the city and the county in Livingston that really helped with that. That building wouldn't have happened without all those folks. The hospital in Livingston's helping us with our nursing program now. Same thing in Springfield. We had a lot of community support and in Cookville. So the community and engaged people and donors and trustees is what helps us to grow and get our message out there. Yeah. And it's really a question of partners because I think we've said that several times. I I don't think people realize that with the community college, the trustees are partners, uh, the business community, business owners, politicians. And and it's interesting because you see everyone come together at a rotary or, you know, one of these meetings and they get together and they're all talking. And just to see that uh, kind of that that, uh, discussion happen, it's like, yeah, I I need to train some workers for this. And then, you know, and 
Dr. Faulkner back in his day, and now Dr. Montague will be out there. Hey, wait a second. We've got that program, and our trustees do that as well. Those connections to the community are everything. We're a community college, and we're really nothing without it. So that's why it's so important. So let's say you really want it to be a trustee. Should You really should join the Alumni Association first. But what if you did want to be a trustee? What kind of things do you have to do to be a trustee? Each year, we have a process by which we select trustees. We have a nominating process, mm-hmm. and they nominate the person to to our past chair advisory committee. And our past chair advisory committee looks at the areas that we serve, and we try to make sure we have people from all of those areas uh, yeah. on there. We also like to have a diverse group of people that are in different areas, different fields, whether it's uh, uh, different fields of their per- job, professional life, or retirees, or younger folks. Or we So we like to have a diverse group of folks on our trustee board to help kind of guide us in the future. Not all of our trustees are alumnus, so you don't have to be an alumni, but we do love to have alumni serve on our board as well. Yeah. So if someone is interested, then I take names. I actually take names all year long. I don't yep. I don't stop that process, but our, our actual process is in February where we take the names. Okay. And, um, so contact Karen Mitchell at the uh, College Foundation, and uh, you can certainly contact Allison as well. Get involved in the Alumni Association. There's just a lot of ways you can be involved here at Vol State. And let me get down to the bottom line. Well, first, let me say that all of the information about the foundation is at volstate.edu slash foundation. There's still time to apply for the spring semester here at Vol State. Uh, those classes start on January 18th, and we're here to help you get ready. Um, and as I said before, we have extended office hours on Mondays and Thursdays until 6, in addition to our usual 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. hours Monday through Friday. And folks, we are fully open for business. So if you need to come in, come visit us. We'll help you get going. A lot of the application can be done online. But if you do need help, we're always here to help you either online or in person. And really, the first step uh, is to go to volstate.edu slash apply and apply to the college. And uh, don't forget about the Tennessee Reconnect program and all of the wonderful scholarships that the foundation offers. We do have financial aid available here, and the first step is to apply to the college. Well, that's it for this edition of the Vol State Chat. A reminder that today's show will be available to download as a podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. Just search for the Vol State Chat. You can always reach us at pr at volstate.edu. That's pr at volstate.edu. I'm Eric Melcher. Thanks for joining us. Have a great afternoon and stay tuned for more great music here on WBCP-FM.